0: This is episode number 69 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, guys? This is Gordon, and this is episode number 69 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. And before I get started, I want to point out that I have a brand and a product set going to a Kickstarter campaign uh, about a week from when this airs. So if you're listening to this when it airs on... Tuesday, August 29th, it's about a week out. It's going to be the Wednesday after Labor Day, and it's about a 30-day campaign. Uh, it's for a brand called Sobam Gear Company. That's S-O-B-A-M, Gear Company. Um, so make sure you just go out and check it out and share it with someone. I would really appreciate it. All right, this episode is it's relevant to what I just said about building a brand and taking it to a Kickstarter, and it is how to learn what you don't know. And essentially what that means is all of the things that you don't know how to do yet, but that you need to know how to do in order to create the business that you want to create or the brand or write the book that you want to write or create the community that you want to create, all the pieces that you don't know how to do. I'm going to give you right now in this episode, the ways to figure out exactly how to learn those things that you don't know and it's a lot simpler than you might think. All right, so let's start off here with the thing that you wanna do, right? Let's say, I'm making this up on the fly, but let's think about a business you wanna build around something you're passionate about. Maybe you're passionate about, I don't know, cats, right? You have like three cats, you're a cat person, you got a bunch of cats, you love cats, you think they're cute and all that. Uh, so you want to build a brand around cats and more specifically you want to make like the ultimate cat uh, pet carry like carry kennel thing right for traveling and stuff and maybe you have like a couple different homes that you travel to within driving distance Uh, you have an apartment in the city for work when you live outside the city On the weekends or something you take your cats back and forth right okay so you want to create the best carry kennel thing for your cats because nothing on the market is serving your needs you think they all suck they have like really bad uh, handles and 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 uh, gates like entry exit gates and all that the inside isn't very comfortable for the cat and all that stuff so you sketch out a few designs and You're not quite sure how to take it to the next level, right? So you start thinking about what the first step is to take that to the next level. You know, you you have this kind of rough outline of where you want to take the brand and what you want to do and stuff. And you don't exactly know how to do it, And you but you start laying out maybe the first few steps of how to get started. You know, you have your sketch for your kennel. Now it's time to get a prototype. Well, how do you do that? You start roughing out things like find a supplier, figure out the right material to use, uh, figure out the best dimensions. Like Those are all things that you have written down as the first step. And maybe, maybe a couple of those you already know how to do. And if that's true, then that's great. That's awesome. So you have nothing holding you back there for those first few steps, but somewhere down the process to get where you want to go with this, this cat kennel company, there's going to be stuff that you can already see ahead of time as a step that needs to be done, but you have absolutely no idea how to do it. All right. All right. Here's how you move forward with that step on figuring out how to do it. It's incredibly simple, but it does take a lot of work. Okay. Okay. You start asking people, period. You start asking people how to do the thing you want to do, and that's it. Now, the best way to do that, the best way to start, the cheapest way to start is to go to the old Google machine, type in, how do I make a cat kennel? How do I find a supplier that can make a cat kennel? If you start typing in the words into Google, how do I, or how do people, or how do you, uh, it, it just look at all the autofill answers and autofill responses that Google like pre-populates for you as options, which is all based on stuff that people have recently put into Google. Uh, some of the questions that people ask Google are so straightforward and 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 like blunt questions that are very much along the same lines as how do I make a cat kennel. Right, All that stuff is in there, and when you type those words in, you may not get the exact answer. There's not going to be necessarily a, a hit that comes back on Google that says, Well, Mr. Whatever, you click here, you talk to this person, and they'll make you a cat kennel. But what you will find is you'll find blog posts, you'll find forums, you'll find probably like a Reddit thread, you'll find like YouTube videos maybe... You'll find business articles. You'll find all this kind of stuff, pet enthusiast articles on people who have done something similar to what you're doing. Either they made their own cat kennel or they have a plastics manufacturer that makes cat kennel uh, outer shells for other cat kennel manufacturers and stuff. Like all this stuff will start to come in, right? But it takes work. So, like I said, the answer is not going to be right there. But if you Google enough times, you start rephrasing your question, you start digging deep into the blogs and into all the information that's out there, you'll, you're going to end up finding somebody. You're going to get a bite. You're going to find somebody, and that person's going to have a contact email address or a contact, uh, you know, contact me here through this blog or some kind of, uh, like maybe even a phone number. And you're going to call that person, or you're going to email that person, or you're going to drop a, a DM, you're going to slide into the DM with that person, right? And you're going to leave them a message or you're going to talk to them and you're going to say, look, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to make a cat kennel. This is what I want to make specifically around it. And I don't know how to do it. It looks like you know something about building plastic enclosures for animals. Can you help me? And you know what the response is going to be? Yes. Right. And if it's not, yes, move on to the next guy and ask them, but they're going to say, yes, they're going to want to help. People want to help. You ask people questions. You're not really going to get ignored most of the time, believe it or not. Especially if you contact some subject matter expert in something as niche as cat kennels, right? Uh, you start asking them questions. They're going to want to answer. You say, hey, what kind of plastic do you use to make this thing? Or what kind of metals did you use for the, the grate on the front of the cat kennel? Or what kind of floor liner did you use? How did you make it? Where did you buy it? Why did you pick that material? Blah, blah, blah. Can I customize it to make it this way? Because ultimately my vision is this, right? These are things that you need to articulate to people who have done similar things and what you're going to get in the in the output of this is an answer to your questions on how to move forward to get past that first step, to get to the next step that you didn't originally know how to get to, all right? This is how you go from A to B or from B to C. So that's really it, right? And you get one small bite, that small bite turns into a big bite, and then the whole lane opens up from there, and all you have to do is keep pushing, keep asking, keep moving, And the problem is with most people is that when they encounter an obstacle like this, where they have literally no idea, you know, within five seconds of thinking about it, they, the first thing they think is I have literally no idea how to, how to move forward. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to ask. I don't know who's going to know this information. So not only do I not know how to do this, I don't even know how to find the person that might know how to do this thing or who might have the information or who might be able to lead me in the right direction. And that it is an obstacle, but it's amazing to me how much of a crippling obstacle that is for most people. That seems to be one of the, out of all the people I I talk to on a daily basis, that seems to be the thing that keeps people from starting. There's, there's plenty of reasons why people start something and then fail at it. But that seems to be the thing that keeps them from starting at all. And it doesn't necessarily apply to building a business okay it It applies to all kinds of stuff like fitness is a big one too um, or talking to people, being more social, like talking to a girl or talking to talking to that guy that you've always wanted to talk to or something it's the unknowns and and the the lack of 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 an exact blueprint on how to get past that unknown. Is what cripples the most people from starting anything, and it's it's really too bad because that, those are things that everybody, that you, if you're listening to this and you're one of these people, you have the ability to do that to get past that thing. It's already in you. You already know how to do it, and you just you just don't want to. You don't you don't want to work at whatever the thing is. That's the bottom line. You already know how to do it. It's to figure it out. You'd figure it out. It's just the way it is. And I talk about figuring out, you know, I've had a podcast episode dedicated entirely to that because I think that's another thing that that people just in general don't do. They don't give themselves enough credit to have the capability to do this. They also don't believe in themselves enough to be able to do it. But it's about figuring it out, right? This is basically that same thing. And if you're a parent listening to this, You know, we don't have it that easy, right? We don't know what we're doing. No parent, whether you plan to have the child or not, no parent knows exactly what you're doing. And even if you have a kid already and you've had a child and you have maybe multiple children, right? Uh, Or you grew up raising your brothers or your brothers and sisters or your siblings or your, your, um, I don't know, your niece and nephew. So you, you think that you have it all figured out. The thing is, every kid is so different. And every kid requires a a different type of parenting that you're never prepared. And when that baby's coming, when that baby is eight months out, seven months out, six months out, you know, all the way to the day it's born, you might be nervous, you might be scared, but there's, there's nothing you can do about it because that baby's coming and, and that's that. So when the baby's born, you figure it out, right? Every parent who's listening to this has probably been through this. You just, you figure it out. Right. And, and some people will argue, I can already hear it. Uh, well, it's in our nature to take care of our young, it's in our nature to procreate. And so we're more natural. It's more natural for us to, to figure out how to care for our young and raise them. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. It might be natural for a mother to breastfeed her child or something, right? Like that might be an inherent thing that as a human being, they just do, but that has nothing to do with parenting right? Parenting isn't, isn't, it's not totally natural. That's a skill. And as a dad, that's how I feel about it. I think it's a skill. You learn, you figure it out. And when you mess up, you, you recognize it and you adapt, you change what you're doing. You adapt to what you did wrong or what, what you think you did wrong or what you think you could do better. And you adapt and change and you, you, you restructure how you're, how you're, raising your child period, right? You, you figure it out and it's a daily, it's an hourly thing in some cases. Uh, well, everything else in life absolutely aligns with that. Anything you're trying to build, anything you're trying to to do that's big is going to be just like that. You have a huge goal, right? In this case, as a parent, it's raising your child, uh, you know, you have a huge goal, maybe it's building a business, you have a huge goal, maybe it's losing a hundred pounds, you have a huge goal, maybe it's writing a, a, a novel, right? You figure it out. You take it one day, one hour at a time, you figure out what the next step is, you put one foot in front of the other, and you figure it out. If you don't know what to do, you write down what you think you need to do, then you you go to the internet right? Or you call somebody that you think might have an idea and you, you, you pursue it. You dig into it a little bit. You try to find the open lane to get you from where you're at now at position A all the way to position B and that's it. So this kind of leads me to my next point. And this is something that really, it, it actually kind of bothers me, uh, because I know the potential of everybody in that as I've ever come across, I know the potential Everybody has so much potential and not only do people feel uncomfortable in going out towards the unknown and trying to figure things out for the first time, but they feel so uncomfortable or they feel so complacent in whatever they're already doing in their life and the the lifestyle that they already have that they start making excuses. So I talk about excuses a lot because I think that too many people make excuses and that their excuses are illegitimate ways and illegitimate things that they can they can blame and use as like a scapegoat as a reason to not better themselves and not do something positive for themselves right it's it's something that i think needs to be talked about more because honestly people blame way too many inconveniences in their life for the reason that they aren't where they want to be. And those inconveniences quote unquote are actually excuses. And you know, is this, is this what you want to look back on in like 30, 40, 50, 60 years and think about, so, you know, like the whole legacy thing, it's something that I think about a lot now. And it's been a, it's been something that I've been thinking about more and more as, you know like gosh even even like every month that goes by i think more and more about am i doing the right thing to set myself up to not have any any regrets looking back in 40 50 60 years right so is this you know thinking making up excuses to hold you back is that something you want to look back on when you're older and think about like do you want to be dying or or getting near that age and and think about the fact that you wanted to watch Netflix or something for a few a few years in your your 20s or 30s instead of building a legacy for you and your family and ultimately changing the course of your entire life and generating more money and having a little bit more freedom in terms of not having to like work for somebody you know is that is that something that you want to look back on you know cuz You know, Netflix isn't going anywhere. All the shows and stuff that's on there. I'm using that as an example because it seems like every single person I know likes to binge watch stuff on Netflix and I've watched shows on Netflix before, right? I don't really use it that often, but, um, I know people that will, they'll drain a four or five hour window on a Tuesday night just on Netflix. And if that's you, honestly, I think there's better ways you can use your time period, So it's not a maybe it's, it's, you you definitely could find better ways to use your time. But that being said, this is a personal development kind of self-help, uh, business and positivity based podcast. So if you're listening to this, you probably aren't in that situation, but back to what I was saying, you know, Netflix isn't going anywhere. So it's not like the, the shows that are on there now, uh, are going to be gone in three months or six months or a year or five years right you're going to be able to have a chance to go back and watch one of these shows that you think is so important and that you really really want to see when you basically have earned it right when you have the time because you've done something great now um but here's the catch right here's kind of like the the secret punchline that that's hidden there is that the more time you spend away from doing stuff like that, from from binge watching shows several nights a week, or binge playing a video game several nights a week, or something like that, you know, kind of wasting your time through something like that, the more time you spend away from that and actually doing something productive, like reading or um, you know, working on a business if you're into that, or writing a book, or, or working on on personal development, fitness, health, stuff like that the more time you spend doing those positive things the more you actually become addicted to those things and the more you actually look back on and think wow how did i spend all those hours just sit on the couch watching that show or you know sitting in my bed watching that show on my ipad or something it, you know you can actually look i mean i'm 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 a living example of this i am i mean i watched I watched Lost. I watched every episode of Lost. I watched every episode of The Office. And this was like right after college. Um, And there's a few others in there. Breaking Bad was another one, right? these popular shows. And I get it because I've been there. I've done it. I've binge watched shows for three, four hours at a time before. Um, I haven't done that in a long time. But that's, I'm I'm familiar with it. But the problem is I know people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. That do this kind of thing, right? And if it's not Netflix, it's Hulu or whatever. And if it's not Hulu, it's playing uh, Call of Duty or whatever. Um, You know, it's the same type of thing. You get the point. Uh, The thing is, those aren't going anywhere. And the more time you spend away from those, the more time you spend improving yourself, the better you feel about yourself, the better you feel about those decisions that you made, and the less desire you have to go back to doing that kind of thing. It's just the way it is. It's like when people are overweight. This is a perfect example. When people are overweight and they're incredibly unhealthy, they don't want to work out. They know they should. They don't want to eat healthy, but they know they should. Well, guess what? When they start doing that and then they do it for a week and then a month and then six months, well, they don't want to go back to being fat. They don't want to go back to eating pizza and, and being overweight and being unhealthy. They don't want to go back to those you know, size 42 jeans instead of the 34s that they're in now. They just don't want to do it, right? It's the same type of thing. That's a personal development step that once you take one step and then two steps and then three and then 10 and then 100 and then 1,000 steps, you get to the point where all those things that you loved, you realize all they were doing to you was corrupting you basically and you don't want to go back anymore because where you're at now is where you... You should be, right? You're you're at a successful place now. You're on a path to success, and that's that's what it's all about. And I had a couple guests on the show a little while ago, a couple months, uh, by the names of Nicholas Stewart and Brian Williams. And I think they said it best. They have this kind of slogan that they live by, um, and that they run their company by. Their company is called Excuseless Brand, which is just awesome and totally fitting for this show. But uh, they're their slogan, their motto that they always go back to is an excuse free life is a life free indeed. I think they have that printed on the inside of their apparel actually, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's true. It's true. I mean, you start removing excuses and you start going after a better version of yourself. And you get to a point where you actually feel free. <laughs> it's an excuse free life is a life free. Indeed. And it's true. It's so true. And if you've lived through it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't lived through it, if you haven't gone from some, some state like that, uh, to, to where you really want to go and broken through all of those, I'm using the quotes here, like addiction type of things that bring you down, you know, and like, like bad, you know, bad food, unhealthy food, um, lack of exercise, uh, like streaming services, like Netflix, stuff like that. Like if you, once you break free of that stuff, um, and you, you realize how freeing it is to get out of that and to get into a position where you're, you're really just helping yourself instead of hurting yourself. Uh, oh, man, it's, it, it changes your life from, from there on out. So to tie this all together, because this t- is totally relevant, you know, not knowing exactly how to move forward in the thing that you're trying to do is an excuse. And if you say it's anything else, if anybody who's trying to do that says that it's anything else, they're lying, right? So if you say that you don't know how to move forward or you don't know how to figure it out, you're lying. You have all the tools already. There's no guidebook to life, right? We're all given the most powerful tools naturally, the ability to think deeply, the ability to be creative and come up with ideas and visualize things, uh, build things. You know, we were given all these tools. We were given all these tools And, and the ultimate tool we were also given. That ultimate tool is patience and you have it right? We can force ourselves to be patient enough to build something, right? Then we can take the time to figure it out. We have the ability to do that. That's exactly how everyone should be starting off with an idea, taking some action on it every single day, reaching out, networking, figuring it out, right? Learning how to do the thing that you don't know how to do, Asking quote-unquote stupid questions DMing people googling people calling people talking to people emailing people Watching YouTube videos reading books all that stuff to figure it out. You have all the tools to do it All you have to do is figure it out